Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to the Anavision Podcast. This is our winter 2023 anime preview. Coming to you from HQ, I'm Jero, joined by XCOM. Hey. And Steve. What is up? Amro not with us this week. Uh, I won't judge, sick. but he was a mile high. So <laughs> well, that, that, that too. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, uh, the winter season, big, a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start oh, off with... A very popular one, uh, Trigun Stampede, an alternative take on the original series from the late nineties. Um, and, and while I, I definitely remember that I saw it. I do not remember Trigun. Yeah. To save my life. <laughs> I just at most remember like personalities and stuff. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. really remember any story elements. So, it's good that with the start of the first episode. We see Vash and Knives mm-hmm. together, and they're being escorted out by Rem to escape this space facility. And so we kind of get a sense of how their story started as compared to the way that we were um, given elements of the story piecemeal in the original series. Yes, that part I do remember, and I do love the fact that it started at that level. Um, and I, I was mentioning to the guys when uh, we were watching this, but uh, I was like, I remember this being more like a Western, and I didn't remember the, the space stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really cool that they started out with it. Um, but what's also cool is just the animation in general. It is 3D, but sometimes it kind of borders on it looks hand-drawn a little bit, but then it like it, it depends on what, what scenes they are. But I think... It, the 3D is getting really, really good. This has to be the best 3D anime, and I'll specifically mention anime. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the television. Yeah, not, not like you know, taking a look at like something like a, a League of Legends show, Arcane. Right. But like you know, in terms no, of no. Japanese anime, this is the best 3D I think I've seen to date. Um, I mean, it still has some of the Japanese things, and I was complaining about this when we were watching the episode. Um, just the the motion, like you know, Jap, 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 Japanese in general when they act, and this is a, a, a pretty large criticism of a lot of their live action stuff, dramas, and things like that, is that they're very expressive. Like, there's it's all about moving the body and the head and being like, oh, nani, and they're very their exaggerated. Yeah, like, um, and, and they do that in the 
3D space, but it feels more awkward because it's very smooth and it feels like way more unnatural than when you see it live. Like when you see a live person doing it, you kind of, I guess, subconsciously go, oh, you know, it's a person doing it. They might be overacting or whatever. When you need a 3D model doing it, it's like, why? It's like you're putting in all this extra effort and making it actively look worse. So I, I will, I do make that criticism. That's one of the largest reasons why I haven't really watched too many 3D shows is because of that. I don't even know but, if that's ever going to change because yeah. uh, I it, it like as as long as the Japanese are doing that <clears> and, and that's a staple of yeah. Japanese, not even uh, anime versus J drama, just Japanese media. Yeah. Um, that's that's a thing. Just exaggerated movements and super expressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 guess, I, I guess it's like it's easier when you have this kind of technology to do it that way versus mm-hmm. like hand drawn where there's so many keyframes in between. Yeah. And I, and I would say that this is animated so well that you know the 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 3D animation is so good that it does bother me a lot less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think at least as long as it's getting better, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So I, I will at least throw that element into there. Um but overall like it's definitely a pretty good, you know, like we like did all As of a first us here episode, only watch episode one? Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think this is good for context, too. Uh, I believe me and Jero both watched the sub. Yeah. And then we got the announcement that the dub was coming and Johnny Young Bosch was back. And we're like, all right, screw yeah. the sub. <laughs> we are now waiting for all the dub. And so we right. today, you know, the dub came out. We all got together and we watched the dub episode. And I will say, I think as well, that's another thing I noticed. I enjoyed watching the dub a lot more than the sub because it just i think part of it has to do with the fact that it is kind of a western mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it is sci-fi space so there's not like it's not like japanese people you know going mm-hmm. to school so <laughs> it, it, it sounds awkward but it does make more sense like you're watching it in english and it feels better right yeah. you know they even even in the japanese version they call it double dollars in english so yeah. Which, yeah, that sounds stupid. But still, the fact that it's, you know, in English now, watching the dub, I definitely think it's definitely the superior way to watch mm-hmm. it. So it might be delayed a little bit behind, but I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend just waiting for the dub. Yeah, it's like two weeks behind. Yeah. Um, and with the 3D animation and all this expressiveness that we've been talking about, it's better to watch it dubbed to catch all of that motion mm-hmm. and not just read subs. Yeah. And all the talking on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, definitely really good. I, I mean, so far, I'm excited to see more. I remember mm-hmm. more from the old show. <clears throat> I've watched it a number of times. Um, I don't have... I will say, like, out of the, like, late 90s awesome series, um, mm-hmm. this definitely kind of is in my mind, but not necessarily at top of the list. So mm-hmm. um, I am at least excited to see what they do with this. So. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is Nagatora-san, Second Attack. Pretty much uh, more Nagatora is pretty much what you would need to know. So if you like the first season and the the whole genre of girl bullies, guy that she likes, you know, you'll, you'll like this. And I think the, the main thing to note so far about season two is that we're four episodes in and we've met... Uh, uh, Nagatoro's sister, Misaki. Uh, so that was at the end of episode three, and episode four is out, but I haven't watched that yet. I'll be honest, 
I felt like after I watched the first two episodes, <clears throat> I was a little like, eh, on this series. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I do remember liking the original series or the, the first season because um, I remember thinking, wow, this like I'm not really super into the bully stuff shows, but yeah. I felt like this one felt a little bit of cut above. <clears throat> but I felt like I was more annoyed by the character. Maybe it's just. By, now, by her or the guy specific. Her more, the guy some. Mm. I think to me, when it comes to romance, I'm definitely in the camp nowadays that I want to see more actionable intel. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, I like at least even when you take something like um uh uh, uh last season um. Uh, Uzaki Chan, Chan, right? At least it feels like there's real progression in that series, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's a lot of, you know, one step forward, two step back kind of situations. Mm -hmm. um, Or two steps forward, one step back. Right. Um, It'd be going backwards that Mm -hmm. way. Um, At least this show, or or at least in in this show specifically, Mm -hmm. there's no real forward progression. It feels like they're kind of stuck in this... They both like each other, but they're too shy to really say anything. Yeah. Um, and I know it's technically only the second season, but I don't know how much further it's really going to get. And I'd be really curious to know, kind of like similar with Uzaki-chan, which, mm-hmm. which luckily Amuro was like, yeah, I read the manga. Stuff happens. You yeah. know, I was like, okay, I can stick with this. For this one, if I don't know, if nothing's going to happen for the next 10 episodes, because I watched yeah. the first two, I think I might just not watch so yeah so i i think like with with this it's kind of it comes down to like formula do you do you like that stuff and uh yeah so overall i do enjoy i don't think we're going to get the same level of progression in this as i mentioned with uzaki chan although uzaki chan messed up the ending by not adapting the most important part that was only like a couple chapters later but uh yeah but but at least we know something's gonna happen yeah I mean, if I know something's going to happen, I'm more interested to get invested in the show. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, like, are we going to get, you know, season three and season four and then right. actually have progression? Yeah. I don't know. So I kind of feel like, eh, yeah, I can I can right. avoid this. Yeah. And as for me, if, if we don't, then I'm OK with switching over to the manga, which I haven't really read any of. So that, that's why I'm just kind of. I, I'm not making any grand statements here because I, I just don't know the content. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Kubo won't let me be invisible. So this kind of has almost, it's not a bullying vibe. It's more of a, they, they take the context of I'm a sweet girl who, you know, like I have all the best intentions in the world, but I'm not going to let this guy who named uh, the, the main character Kun uh, Junta or Shiraishi, who apparently can be invisible. Hmm. And I think part of that's what really rubs me the wrong way is they take it to the next level, right? Like legitimately he'll sit in the room and people are like, I don't know where he's at. I'm like, he's over there, dude. <laughs> like I get it when it's like, you're so plain that you might be forgotten right. or you're so yeah. plain that, you know, people don't really like pay attention to you when you're in a crowd, mm-hmm. but to be like, there's a room of 30 people and you can't turn around to where he's sitting and actually see him. Right. Because, like, they'll turn to him and they'll, like, he's not there. And then suddenly he fades into existence and he goes, I'm here. It's like, okay, that, that concept's a little stupid. Yeah. 
I, I think overall, though, the series is just boring. I think I only watched the first episode. I just couldn't get into it at all. I just felt, again, the, the premise is kind of dumb itself. Like, he was literally standing in class on his chair saying how much he could get away with before being noticed. And it's just, like, um, it's, it's, it's a little bit too on the nose <laughs> of the premise. And I think it's just overall just kind of boring. And it kind of sits in that same place of where, like, I do enjoy watching one romance thing. It kind of gives me my little kick, my romance flavor. Mm-hmm. And, like... This versus Nagas, uh, obviously Nagatori, Nagatori yeah. which we don't really even know is going to go anywhere. At least it's kind of that romance caliber show. Mm-hmm. Right. This show is just way more boring. It's okay. just like you're watching it and it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. This is kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. The antics aren't very interesting. So, so is it going to be like a harem? Or? I don't think so because Kubo is the main girl lead. Okay. So I think the whole premise is Kubo likes shiraishi but shiraishi kubo is like the you know you know the bell of the ball you know she's like everyone loves her everyone knows her like oh so popular very popular but she likes kubo who you know nobody knows oh yeah so that's the whole premise is you have the most popular girl liking the the nobody the nobody thinks i can't be with her Mm -hmm. because she's too popular and i'm i'm invisible Oh, yeah. So, That's... but he, again, they take the invisible part a little too much, right, too far. Yeah. With a familiar sounding premise. Yeah, it's very familiar. Um, but, yeah. So, next up is The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten. I feel like this one falls under the same vein of where it's not super interesting, but the premise is better. So, the whole concept of this one is. You have this guy who's kind of the, I don't give, I don't care about anything guy. Like, you know, I'm just laid back, chill. Yeah, people are people. Slob. <laughs> yeah, lives, lives like a slob. Lives like a normal teenager. Let's yeah. be real here. Normal teenage boy. Um, and the girl next door to him apparently is like, again, the most popular girl in the school. Everyone loves. But he's like, she's like doting on him, giving him mm-hmm. food and uh, start at least in the first, I don't know how many episodes you watched. Just one. So um, I watched the first two. It starts off as the whole, like, I know, you know, this this concept of you giving me food and help, us helping you out, you cleaning my place and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's all just you being you. There's no feelings. Right. But by episode two, he's suddenly like, oh, I think I might actually start to like her. Okay. So premise wise, again, it's better. But again, it just doesn't feel super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I, I I only watched episode one, and I, I just wasn't really. It was that thing where I knew I kind of needed to watch another episode, but yeah. I wasn't particularly like, um, you know, when when Amro talks about how interested he became in my dress up darling right away. Yeah, like I didn't feel that way about watching this show. Um, so it, it didn't leave a great initial impression on me to really want to try more i feel like for me when it comes to being very invested in a show there tends to be two types of shows shows that you know well i'd say yeah yeah two types mm-hmm. well three types really because for the first episode like within the first two minutes you know this show's a banger mm-hmm. and then there's the shows where by the end of the first episode you're like it, there's the, the the well not necessarily even the first episode it's like maybe the second episode where yeah. finally you know stuff starts to happen right 
that you're like, oh, this show is amazing. And then there's the third type where it's like you kind of you fall into it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, this show, I definitely was like, definitely not the first step of falling into it. And so that's why I gave it the or you know uh, being invested right away. That's why I gave it the second episode. I was like, let's see how this relationship will evolve. Yeah. And I think by the end of the second episode, like I don't see it going anywhere. Okay. into a situation where I think it's going to be any better than the second episode. So All right. if by the second episode you watch it and you're like, I'm still feeling it's the same, not super invested, you can kind of move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up is Revenger. Um, something about like the samurai shows of that period. I don't know. I, I just don't feel too excited for. I almost like kind of mentally check out. That's why I felt like midway through this first episode. I mean, agreed. There's good action and stuff that we saw, but um, you know, it seems like one of those samurai type of series. Yeah, like there's there's samurai that are all super traditional, but then there's the ones that are like the hipster samurais that wear like modern clothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're all like super cool. And yeah, I just it it didn't do anything for me. I was like, I was kind of hoping maybe the action would be kind of cool. But, like, it was just kind of lame, like, him, like, oh, let me get my sword, and I'm going to cut this guy in half because I know mm-hmm. he's coming out of this entrance. And right, yeah. Just, yeah, it was, it, was, it was boring. This is, like, one of those, like, filler animes that you never really understand why they're being made. Yeah. So I guess somebody's like, this is cool in Japan, but. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not great when it's, like, as gory as, as that first episode was, but you're just like, eh. yeah. So it wasn't even, like, that gory either. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like. Yeah, like because like you see a head roll and it's just not really yeah. that like so obviously not like elfin lied gory which is like the most infamous infamous you know gory right. show <laughs> around but it still just didn't feel good All right. so uh next up campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill uh mappa moving on from chainsaw man to <laughs> this <laughs> so this is your classic. Well, it, let me ask you well, one, mm-hmm. one question. How many episodes did everyone here invest into? I uh, think that what, the third one came out, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I watched that one. No, I only watched one. You got more than me. So I, I did, I think. Oh, no, it's only two. 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 There's only two. I watched the first two as well. Okay, okay. I was just <laughs> curious. All right. Go on, explain the explain the premise. <laughs> I mean, it, it's your basic isekai summoned from another world type trope. Um, but in this particular case, he's not one of the heroes that, uh, that, I mean, he is technically one of the heroes, but, uh, they scan everybody's heroes like, oh man, such, uh, rare skills. And then our, um, our main character Kuhn gets, um, online shopping and (laughs) everybody's like, what the heck does that, how does that even work? And so, because it sounds so absurd that everybody thinks that it's nothing. Well, even he thinks it's really nothing. Yeah, even he thinks it's nothing. But by the end of the first episode, he realizes, hey, I can just like buy anything I want and just like (laughs) put in a coin and it just magically appears, um, which I mean, it's freaking awesome. Um, if you had it in real life, that would be cool because like you don't have to wait for shipping. It's yeah. one of it, it's like one of the most understated OP abilities you could have. Because <laughs> yeah. by the end of episode two, or even in episode two, right, he goes to like this merchant guild of like, how much can I sell this pepper mm-hmm. and salt for? And it's like he gets it for a couple, mm-hmm. you know, 
pennies. And they're like, you get 20 gold for it all because it's so amazing. And it's just like, he's like, holy crap. Like, I can turn two copper into a lot of gold real mm-hmm. quick. And it's and it becomes one of those situations where he also, like, the premise of the show is that this, you know, finnier guy that's like or monster it's a, like, yeah it's a legendary yeah. wolf type monster yeah by the end of the first episode he sees him cooking these real advanced things that the party he's with is all like this is amazing food what are you doing and he's just putting like you know regular stuff right. in it mm-hmm. um and the, which by the way if you really think about it, it like if our normal our modern day cooking compared to like medieval style cooking yeah, like, is amazing mm-hmm. and yeah. this kind of uh, accentuates that uh he all he's doing is taking like marinade packets and just putting it in the meat and it's like oh my god i've never tasted anything like that and uh, i don't know if you watch the um i can't remember the name of the show uh the sword reanimated as a sword show reincarnated as a sword show um i mean that's basically what he did yeah Yeah. like in that show like he introduces curry and things was like no one's like but you got to make the curry stuff like mm-hmm. if you could just get the pre-made curry packets mm-hmm. like it, it is something where you don't really think about it because like back in the medieval days like you know you would salt beef just to preserve it you know you get some spicy curry flavor that you can just chuck on some meat and and make it everyone's gonna be like this food is the greatest thing i've ever eaten <laughs> yeah um and it's it is something that's kind of amazing when you watch it and there's something about this show where the premise is dumb, but it's just kind of it works interesting, especially because again, in fact, he gets this finier, and apparently this monster is like god tier, and all the stats on him are absolutely broken. Mm-hmm. So he goes into a character that has like kind of weak stats, or he says he says his weak stats, but I remember him having like a hundred magic, but like some other characters are less than a hundred, so maybe he's got a little bit of pumped up. He's stats. still technically a hero. Yeah, but uh like into like god tier level and i don't know if he's ever going to do anything with it but it's just it is somewhat interesting you know um so now this this uh, legendary beast is following him around i thought they would do something like uh your your typical trope of like now this legendary beast is transformed into this tiny little animal to follow around the main character they did not do no. that they did not do that and everybody is freaking out yeah it's <laughs> they, like big Big guy, big big monsters falling around. I do like that he went there and was like uh, the the king or the, the king, the like the they, they leader had a of the whole, land like, was platoon all like, meeting him at the uh, at the yeah. gate, going like, uh, "It looks like we're gonna have to fight this monster." Uh, you sure you got this thing under control? Everything. Yeah, it, it, I, is this isekai <laughs> trash? Yes. Is this fun isekai trash that at least has? somewhat of a unique premise that's not absolutely stupid like i reincarnated as a vending machine which is a legit <laughs> anime or yeah. coming out um whenever. i thought you were riffing on uh, i was reincarnated as a sword which by the way so is a it, legit that, anime it worked, it's it really worked good because <laughs> they made it work maybe this vending machine thing is amazing i'm now gonna be interested in it they make this work um, again, it's not great, but it's fun. Yeah, and I it's think fun. that's in a season where I think there's quite a lot of what I would say it's okay, you know, kind of shows. I think this one stands out on the it's okay factor. Yeah. It's because it yeah. does have a little bit of a funness to it. My 12 year old loved the show, so yeah. the, take that what you there will. You go. <laughs> we, got, we got a very well animated, and it is well animated, like 
you know, food being cooked in like great animation quality. It's always Mappa is still being Mappa, right? Yeah, they still put a good, a decent enough team on it to where (laughs) it's not going to look like real garbage. Mm -hmm. At the end, it it kind of gives like a a a foodie type of uh, of anime flair to it. Like when Mm -hmm. he cooks something, like and he serves it up, and it's like, oh, like when did we become like food wars? Well, that's what he even mentioned. He even mentioned it. He's like, this 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 guy's a foodie. He was like, my legendary monster is just a foodie. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up is saving eighty thousand gold in another world for my retirement. Can can I can I also say the titles of this season yeah. are sentences. <laughs> it's, it's, we we have yeah. a thesis statement if we put all the titles together. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that means like they're from a uh, they're a novel, light a novels, light novel. Yeah. 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 Here's another show where I I sit in the isekai trash, but it's kind of very much like too. campfire if you think about it. Yeah, because like. The whole premise of this show is this girl who, and I will say this part kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Her whole family's dead, mm-hmm. but yet she's having these vivid memories of her brother being wacky and ooh, a lot of fun, even though it's kind of like this depressing, I, my family's dead I scenario. I kind of think she has like a mental problem and it's kind of not really being displayed in like a serious light. I don't I th- know about that. I think you're reading into it a little too much. No, 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 no. Think about this. Think about this. Her brother just died. And she, every time she's thinking about something, she's like, what would my brother do? And she has this animated caricature of her brother telling her exactly what yeah, she needs to be doing and maybe. exactly like what. And I, I think she's like really, I mean, obviously it's not that deep in the anime. But yeah, yeah. like, if you really think about it, this is kind of serious. But yeah, well, I mean, I don't like, I don't think I'm going to keep with this one because I think there's a lot. There. But the, mm-hmm. okay, back to the premise. The premise is. She ends up going transport. She f- gets pushed off a cliff because she kicked some dude. Um, I'm sure we're going to find out more about that. And she ends up saying, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And she gets basically transported into another world. Um, and then it turns out that she, you know, somehow when she was falling and saying, I don't want to die, got like intermixed with some sort of interdimensional being. And she now has this ability where she can travel in between worlds. And she also now has the ability, because when she first came there, she couldn't speak the language, but now she understands everything. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this show is somewhat interesting is she <laughs> specifically asked for the ability to, I want to understand everything. And so she goes back and now she can travel between worlds. And she's sitting there like, well, kind of the same premise of the whole idea of you know i can have the online store i can bring goods from my world into this world but have you watched episode two Mm -hmm. the thing is that she realizes she can speak any language now so she can speak any um, language on earth Mm -hmm. and she can travel anywhere she wants on earth so she travels to like I don't know it's like some third world country where they have uh, like a military encampment. She can just teleport anywhere. Yeah, where there's a military encampment where she can just be like, all right, she's now getting gun training and buying guns that she can now transport into the new world and travel around with. So she has protection. And he's just sitting there like, which this by is the kind way, of why does she have like, to? Why did she have to go halfway across the world to? Because you can't buy guns in Japan. Oh, you can't. Japan, no. I, I think you have to be like a military guy, 
or you have to like I think you can buy like airsoft guns. This is this is the guns. stupid thing about I think America. You buy, like, I was over here thinking like you could just go down the street and go to a, like a gun range and get trained on I, stuff I, I like think, that. I think you can buy like hunting guns, but you can't buy like pistols because she like sat there and bought like an automatic. Pistol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when they upgraded to the, the three round burst, I was like, okay. Yeah, that's something you're going to have to go into the military for. But like up until that, everything was super basic. That's not not in Japan. You can't just go you can't there's no there's no gun shop. There's no guns are us and we're we're American if you haven't understood that by now. We got guns, you know, out of Pez dispensers. We got gotcha machines that dispense mm-hmm. guns. Um but no, uh I I really I kind of like that. I sat there and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to stick with this show, but I do enjoy the kind of thought behind it mm-hmm. because she's going to other places and it just, it makes things like she goes to another world and she brings her uh moped because like, you know, I can just transport back and forth and mm. why not just drive around on my moped? And so again, it's interesting enough. The whole concept of, I just want to earn money so I can retire a little lame, but again, it, I think it works for what it is. So here's the thing. She mentioned something, and I totally took it as a throwaway gag. She's she's with a bunch of people in the other world. And she's like, oh, I'm an adult. And I'm over here thinking, like, she's in high school, whatever. But She's 17. She's 18. Oh, 18. Okay. She's 18. And I'm like, really? She does not look. It's, that old. it's an animation style. Yeah, she just, that's another thing I do like about it. You know, it's an 18-year-old girl, so it's someone a little bit older. A lot of isekai tend to love to do the younger kids mm-hmm. or make a really old person reincarnate into a real young kid, but instead this is and that's the other thing is this is an isekai where they're constantly traveling back and forth yeah, to the world. You don't see that super often right. either. So, I give it props for being somewhat better than other isekai. Um, a little bit more thought put into it, but it's not necessarily um, a show I probably will stick with. Maybe if I'm bored one day, I'll, I'll watch a couple episodes. But it because it's interesting enough. Mm-hmm. And again, it's isekai garbage. You know. And there's a ton of it this. this <clears throat> there's a ton of this this season. I, I, in fact, I organized the shows at one point where it's just like isekai, 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 isekai. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the thing about having so many of these now is that they all have to figure out how to turn it on the ear because we're like speed running an entire history of genre yeah in like a five to ten year span so they're already like how do we make this feel different than the thing they watched two years ago Mm -hmm. which kind of brings us into the next series which i'll just go ahead and jump into is handyman saito in another world right this one stands out in one way to me only so in this one, the premise is he's a handyman, which means he can do everything. He can like cook, he can you know locksmith, mm-hmm. do whatever he needs yeah. to do. And now he's in like a fantasy world. Um, the thing that kind of stands out to me about this show and makes it a little better of a kind of another isekai kind of show um, is it's done in like the four coma style. So like you know you have part a part b part c like multiple little story sequences that aren't super long but Mm -hmm. all kind of are nice little contained like the first episode starts off with you know they talk about all their different party members and one of them is an old uh mage who can't remember anything (laughs) and at times he's like he forgets that he's one of the adventurers and so he starts raiding he a bunch of zombies start attacking them while they're looking for the old man because he's gonna missing and he's attacking with the zombies because he thinks he's a part of the zombies because he right. just forgot um 
that that whole thing was hilarious to yeah. me. <laughs> but like it's it, the fact that it's done in that whole four coma style and the fact that it's small bits, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of at least interesting too in the way it's presenting itself. But again, it falls under the I don't think I'm very interested in the characters. This one, I think, has the weakest characters of them all. Like, mm-hmm. while the old man was interesting at first, by the end of episode two, I was like, okay, yeah, he's forgetful. Um, there's also the little, uh, like, this little fairy. The that, fairy, the moon fairy. That that charges because apparently she keeps getting smaller in case she, she doesn't yeah. offer gold coins. But she charges just to do basic healing. So it's like, I need, I'm injured. Heal me. All right, one gold coin. You know, even though she's part of the party. But, like, she was interesting kind of at first, but, it, again, bit got kind of old. Then you have um, Rielza, who's, like, this big, you know, she's got this knight armor on. Part of the reason she wears this armor is because she's got a scar <clears> on her <throat> face. And she's kind of, she doesn't like the scar, but she's totally in love with Saito. Um, it, to me, the premise of the show just, the characters don't really catch me. I love the idea of the folk coma style the Fokoma, how do you say it uh yeah. the, whole, the whole style of that i thought that was interesting they had this funny bit with the like this dwarf guy that's like mm-hmm. i just take damage and then i explode because i'm an <laughs> explosion wizard and i just wear massive armor um it, it, it's funny in that sense or and then there was also an episode two there was like this funny sense where there was like they showed this one per, uh, it was like an uh i think it was like a battle elf and she was all like you know i'm i'm you know, I'm very serious, but I don't usually like people, but I have this one support wizard with me and she heals me all the time and she sees you getting injured and she's like, yeah, she heals me. So that's great. Yeah. And then it goes to this perspective of the, the healer and she's all like, I'm twisted. I love watching her get hurt. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of funny, but it just didn't quite hit. So I don't know. It was also oh, in the first episode too. There's also this bit where there's like this huge battle axe sitting there on the ground. You have this big burly guy sitting there, and this little girl sitting there. And you're like, you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? And then the little girl picks up the big axe, and the guy is like a little healer guy, even though he's like this big bulged, (laughs) you know, muscular guy. He walks around with this little girly like uh, wand, Wand. like a like a magical girl. (laughs) Again, it's got funny gags. I just to me, the characters didn't quite hit. So, like, again, it's another one of those things, like, my time is limited. Do I invest in this? Do I invest in that? Mm-hmm. And I kind of see this one as, like, a step down below um, some of the other Isekai garbage around. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. All right. Next up is the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Yet another Isekai. But this one I will say is called, I would call this Isekai Light. Because, <laughs> isekai Adjacent. Because she goes, uh, you, you don't, it doesn't feel like an Isekai because she basically doesn't remember anything from her other world except mm-hmm. for the fact that she wanted to be someone who flew. I will say that some Isekai, what they try to do is kind of meld fantasy and Isekai and kind of like mm-hmm. yada yada away the Isekai part. Like the Isekai part is just like, a backdrop to the fact yeah. that you're in a fantasy setting. This is like if Eminence and Shadow didn't do that first episode <laughs> in, mean, the, in the real world. I um, mean, kind of. We don't know much about her life in the real world. We only know that, like, when she was, like, five, she started having memories of her previous self. But we don't know how much memory she started having. She mm-hmm. just remembers the fact that... Or, or what we know is that she remembers... Excuse me. Wanting to fly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
and wanting to use magic to fly. I don't know where that comes from. We've only seen an episode, or I've only seen an episode. I've watched the first three. But again, one of the, again, I would say a slight interesting twist on this whole series is the fact that, you know, she's from the royal family, from royalty, but she cannot use magic. So she has to invent magic items Mm -hmm. and magic items, which kind of feel OP because like it's a, anyone can pick up a magic sword and use it. Mm -hmm. And suddenly they have magical powers and it's a very sharp sword. So she, there. One of the things they were talking about in the first episode is that kingdoms might be very upset about this because then any Joe Schmo or not kingdoms but royalty going to be upset about this because now anyone can be it. It can't doesn't just have to be someone noble to using magic. Anyone can use magic right. items. Mm-hmm. And um, that there was definitely some people in because they they were talking about it and of course like nobility was there and I I think in an effort to shut down any talks of like. Um, tools being used they're like oh yeah if somebody can't use magic like they, they just they're they're they're, they're too low it. to even think about um it doesn't matter what they do um which i think is going to come back and bite them uh it's it's very clear that her magic items are kind of op she was able to to fight off a bunch of these wolves and um there, there was an adventure party that was there and they one of the adventurers thought that he needed to help her and she's like, what the heck are you doing? You're trying to take my loot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And she just like massacres mm-hmm. all the wolves. And he's like, oh, she did not need me at all. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, just not everything goes right because with tools, sometimes they do their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's what happens when you have tools. Sometimes a tool is going to tool. But um mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to watching a little bit more of this anime. I did find some of the the parts uh, funny. The animation was good, so I'm 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 gonna watch it. It took me half an episode to kind of get into it because I wasn't feeling it at first. But then you have that scene where Algard calls off the engagement, and then Mangirl. God, that fe- that felt very villainous to me. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a couple villainous series that. That have come out, and I kind of feel like that exact scene has happened multiple times. Yes, <laughs> like once a season, every season for the past like three seasons. It's a new trend. You got to have someone who's calling off an engagement in the rudest yeah. way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some somewhat disappointing news. I don't mean to be the joy kill here. I was really excited after the first episode as well because I was like, this is actually really interesting. And I oh, kind of enjoy this. And episode two happens, and basically nothing happens. Nothing happens. Basically nothing happens. That's that's the best way to describe episode two. It's 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 it could have been episode one, um, and then episode three happens. And let me tell you something. Nothing happens. <laughs> like it just feels like so much of not is happening. Of it just feels like like first episode you got this cool tech being introduced Mm -hmm. you got this cool like oh they're gonna be you know fighting things with magical items and then nothing Hmm. and it feels like that's to me it kind of sucked the joy out of the next two episodes that's too bad because i wondered how the uh the the girl playing the genius in this case is is gonna like i thought she would have some kind of input into the tools and they make like she pretty much spends the next two episodes being broody about what's going on no oh. and oh, well. and the sh- and the main character uh, uh, 
the main princess. Yeah, Anna Sophia. She she pretty much spends the next two episodes trying to convince her to do this. And I think by the end of the second episode, she's our third episode, she's finally convinced to kind of, Oh, maybe my situation is not as bad. It's like a fourth of the series, but it's, it's, that's <laughs> the problem. That is exactly the problem here. Like it, it could get better from here on out, but it, you spend three out of 12 episodes where it feels like it could have all been condensed into the first episode. Mm-hmm. It just feels a or bit too. Like maybe maybe uh, one like and a this, half. Yeah, I was gonna say like the the pacing on this episode wasn't too bad, but like if two episodes have gone by and they're not like a team by now. Again, they're kind of a team, but she's just it's you have to watch. Maybe it's worth watching. Maybe you'll have a different opinion than me. I don't want to completely be like don't watch it. If you're someone, maybe you'll have a different opinion. Maybe you'll okay. find episode two and three more interesting. <laughs> to me, it just felt like. Two and three, a whole lot of I had to convince her, and now there's only you know two or three fourths of the episode series left, and I don't know what they're gonna go into next. So maybe it gets better along the way. Maybe it's one of those shows where I just like let sit, and then I read somebody's opinion on it, and by episode six or seven, see if something finally interesting is happening, and then kind of get back into it. But for me, after the first three, I was less like I don't think I care about this show anymore. Yeah, because I, I saw Diomedia on the intro, and I was like, I already know what kind of sh- stuff this is like. I'm not, <laughs> I've seen some of their stuff. It's all right, but I'm not super excited. So you don't, You're not a big fan of domestic comedy? No. <laughs> all right, so let's take a musical break, and we'll be back with more shows. <laughs> Welcome back. We can continue the Winter 23 preview. More shows that take an eternity to get through just the title itself. <laughs> Reborn to Master the Blade, from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire. This series, I'm I'm going to be watching it just because, of course, more Isekai garbage. But um, this is one. Of, this is more like Misfit of a De- uh, from Demon Academy, which. Uh, by the way, has another season this season, or has another season this season. Uh, this is very much like that, except instead of like Demon Lord, 
we're talking about a hero king. Um, he's like, he gets reincarnated. And this time he's like, you know what? If I had to do it over again, I wouldn't try to be a hero. I would just focus on my skill because I, I was so gifted with the sword, but I never really got to hone it because I was so focused on raising the kingdom and doing yeah. all this other stuff, getting roped into stuff. So if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't do crap like that. So he's reincarnated, but he becomes a she, which is kind of like the big twist. Um, and, and because of because of that, um, she doesn't get as much, I guess, attention as she would if she was male. But she also knows a little bit more about the energy of the world than everybody else. So it's very, again, a lot like um, Misfit because... She's like, why doesn't everybody knows how to do this? This used to be pretty common knowledge in my time, but it's not now. <laughs> and so, and so she 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 sees things that she knows things that for whatever reason is lost knowledge. And so she's OP without seemingly being OP because she's making herself out not to be OP to like skirt the line of I don't want too much attention. But... A- exactly. But like, if she if somebody is if she sees them. As formidable, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, let, let's fight right now." She goes like all Goku, and it's just like, "Yeah, I don't care what's going on, let's fight." Um, but like, besides that, like the the um, the animation is still pretty good. I like uh, this one is really good um, when there is fighting, but there, there's there's not as much um, as I would love. It's like half a minute an episode, <sighs> yeah, at best. Okay. Uh, it, it, so like, if you're if you're into it for don't, don't like watch it fight. for the fight. <laughs> yeah, like it, when it happens, it's great. It's just right, it doesn't seconds. happen that often. <laughs> All right. So moving on, our next show is season four of Bungo Stray Dogs. Yeah, I just want to say everyone needs to be watching this show. It's amazing. Um. This season, I will say, started off a little bit interesting because in the past seasons, we had a lot of history based on some of the other characters, uh, um, like uh, Danzai and like the, the, if you don't want it, you have the history of the, the, basically the gangs there. They have different mafia families. Um, In this one, we finally get some history of uh, uh, Rampo and like the formation of the agency they all work for. Mm So that's actually really interesting to watch. Um, but I just got to say, like, everyone should be watching this show. It's really good. Like, it, it does this. It's the standard fare of, you know, kind of Elseworldy. You know, everyone's got these little powers, um, you know, and they all do different things. But the action's always very clean. The story is always very good. And the characters are just a lot of fun. And I feel like this season's kind of started off pretty strong, kind of laying into the fun characters and giving us some more history. Um, so everyone should check the show out. It's yeah. definitely one of my stronger recommends of series that people aren't watching and should be yeah. watching, at yeah. least in my immediate uh, friend groups. Yeah, I mean, for it to, to have gone on this many seasons, to mm-hmm. have like mobile games for it and stuff. Uh, we almost have to like bring back the Anavision challenge. Do you remember when we were? Here? Uh, yeah. Like I challenge you to watch this series or something, and because yeah. it's just like there's so many sequels like this now to have seasons two, three, and four that like. In this show, I believe all the seasons are like twelve episodes, so they're yeah. not super long. There's a movie as well, which is actually pretty good. Uh, actually, pretty good. It's actually really good. Um, so it's definitely a good series, and it's not like a huge investment. Yeah. So. Next up, 
chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King army. There was a definition of mid-anime. <laughs> this would go under that list. Mm. Um, it's just, it exists. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty standard in a lot of things. It is full for the. I guess it's somewhat nice. It's full fantasy. It's not isekai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of is isekai in the same vein that it's you know a guy who is raised by a demon. It feels like it should be an isekai. <laughs> he's he's a op human. Yeah, and just never uh, knew. And just never knew, even though he was a low, you know, tier demon. When they person. described what demons are and the differences between demons and humans, they're like. Demons are just like humans, except they use magic. This is one demon that can't use magic. magic. And so I'm over here thinking the entire time, it's like, then what makes him a demon? <laughs> and, and of course, you know, humans use this magical seal thing that gives them powers. They, they have like But if a demon like gets it, he explodes in the little pieces and he gets a magical seal. And suddenly he's like, wow, look, you have OP stats and piercing and defense and... Like you can do everything perfect tier. And it's just like, okay, cool. But of course, you know, there's the one girl that's the guildmaster's daughter and she's got big boobs. And she <laughs> she likes she likes the very plain Jane guy that's come out of nowhere. So it is what it is. It's it's very average. I, I won't necessarily say it's bad, but it's just it exists. Yeah. So I watched the first two because I was just like you know, we're going to be waiting this long anyway. I might yeah. as well get a bigger taste of it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just feels like not a lot happens. I was almost like Amro where he said, as soon as I, he saw the Billy Billy sign at the start. Oh but, yeah. He hates all yeah, those. Yeah. Anything <laughs> Chinese. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Next up is the ice guy and his cool female colleague. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. I love the the vibe of the show where like in comparison to Nagatorsan and all of those where you have these wild characters that can be a little over the top at times and stuff. Um I kind of like how everybody is just like chill. Uh, <laughs> pun, pun pun intended, yeah. The well, the whole premise of the show is you know, there's apparently in this world there are descendants of yokai, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the main character guy uh, is a descendant of the That's snowy snow woman, snow yeah. woman. You know, which is a classic, you know, yokai. And so he, every time he gets nervous or emotional yeah. or mm-hmm. you know, Except turned whatever, on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he gets cold and frozen, um, and. Of course, the main girl is just a regular girl, um, and she's cool in the fact that she doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. Very stoic. Yeah, very stoic. I will admit, I was very, um, you know, I I was attracted to her character type. Like, Mm -hmm. I liked the whole idea of her being kind of like this stoic, can't Mm -hmm. really read into her. I just couldn't really vibe in this anime. I don't think it was bad. It was just... I feel like maybe it's just it's shows that have the same kind of pattern over and mm. over again. Sometimes if I'm not really enjoying the pattern, mm. I get annoyed by it. Kind of like with Nagatora-san where I'm like at first I was enjoying the pattern of, aha, I'm teasing mm. you. Oh, look, senpai, <laughs> you don't like me. Ah, like, well, mm. oh, you are you horny, senpai? You know, like 
it just that 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 whole like bullying pattern. At first, I enjoyed it. I just got bored after time. This one, I think, right away, nothing truly like the whole like, oh, she likes me. Let me freeze everything up. Oh, she did this for me. Let me freeze everything up. Mm. I just like that pattern got old real quick. Mm. Maybe in the second episode, uh, maybe in the third episode, they kind of less because I do notice some shows do that. Like they start off real heavy with that mm-hmm. pattern to yeah. emphasize it, and then they kind of remove it over time. Mm-hmm. But I just I couldn't I couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't vibe on it. So you didn't see the second episode. I didn't see the second. Episode. They went to Okinawa, and they went during like springtime, so it was warm. Mm-hmm. And when he's when it's too warm, he like turns into like a shota, pretty much. Oh, so he like so, yeah. he gets small and mm-hmm. so he found some shade area, and then she was looking for like an ice pop that he could eat so that he could get back to normal size. And then she had taken a picture of him when he was like Shota, and she's like, "Oh, that's so cute. I'm gonna keep this for myself." Uh, I mean, again, I, I don't hate the show. I just, to me, I, I, I just, it's just another one of those shows that I felt like mm-hmm. I'd rather just be doing something else than watching mm-hmm. this. Maybe, maybe I'll take out, watch, check the second episode out. Maybe, yeah. maybe there is a, a better pattern to it. Because again, I did like mm-hmm. the main character girl, the female, mm-hmm. a lot. So I thought I, thought I like because you don't mm-hmm. get a lot of stoic main lead females. Right. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of guys that are stoic. Yeah. They get all the bitches, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but you don't get the reverse as much mm-hmm. as often. Yeah. So and I could kind of feel like the vibe of it from like the intro and outro and the music in the episode too. There's definitely A couples and B couples. Right. So. Yeah. Uh next up is Tomo Chan is a girl. Um, I don't think it's going to do anything particularly amazing in the rom-com space, but... And as Tomo checked the boxes for me. <laughs> Redhead, tomboyish. Yeah. Perfect. I, I saw the description of this. I have not seen it. But well, like, I, I am interested in watching. Yeah. I thought it was okay. The first episode was okay to me. I, I think... I think it kind of comes down to some of those things where it's like... If I'm picking and choosing, like, do I pick this over, um, over the, the you know the the, the ice guy, um, like, because that's kind of where I see it. Like, I have time, twenty minutes. What am I gonna watch? Am mm-hmm. I gonna watch this or this? I'm not sure which one I lean into more. I think Tomo Chan was more interesting, but I don't know. Maybe it's just another one of those things where it's like. I can't get past the whole concept of I don't see someone as a girl, mm. but I do like how like in the first episode they were all like he was like uh, I don't like she she's just a cool dude I love hanging out with yeah. her and then mm-hmm. like he was getting real jealous at times right. you could see it mm-hmm. at the same time like I did kind of like that I did think that was kind of fun but I don't know I I, I think to me I'm kind of I'm just about on the same level as the ice guy where it's like, I kind of like it, but not mm-hmm. that much. And I don't know if I really want to invest my time in it. Right. Yeah. But and I do know, I did re- realize like if there's mm-hmm. a figure out, Jerry was probably going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And there's some like, like friendship dynamics with, uh, with Tomo's friend Mizuzu, who it, it seems like there could be like some stuff that we'll have to see develop. That I think will be interesting. Yeah, looking forward to. And then uh, Carol, the the girl who they thought, oh, we're, that's going to be my rival. But then her and Toma ended up like getting along well by the mm. end of the episode. So uh, next up is is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Season four, part two. 
season. The this hottest kind thing of... in anime is the... separating your seasons into parts. Yeah, that's annoying. And we already know the final season of of uh, Attack on Titan got final season part two, and now there's going to be a part three and a part four. Yeah. It's just it's one big <laughs> meme at this point. I'll say this: if they're splitting the seasons for production purposes, that's great. And I think mm-hmm. this show ended on a very high point. It was part part four, or sorry, four part one, um, season four part one ended on a kind of a high situation, like you know, mm-hmm. shit was going down. And I feel like this season picked it up very well. Um, it was just kind of like, oh, what's happening, you know. Uh, Bell is in a pretty shit situation. Like, what kind of crap is Bell getting into now? Yeah, and, and like, there's also a lot of payoff with Bell's character at this point mm-hmm. because, like, I feel like a lot of earlier stuff is kind of like he's kind of powerful, but he's still leveling up, and he, now he's kind of at a level where it's like, okay, he's OP, um, and people I, recognize it. I wouldn't call it. him OP, well, but not. he's growing super fast. He's very strong. Yes, yeah, he's 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 at the point where he's a, a, a leader in his familiar. Well, I mean, not that he wasn't before, but like, he's so strong that he's like he's he's legit. He's he's good. Yeah. Um. Whereas before it was like, this this rookie. He's kind of, he's there. I mean, yeah, he's growing pretty quickly, but he's still like new and he doesn't. He's not really all that great. But now he's he's, he's gotten really a, good. Gotten a new nickname and everything. Um. I can't remember what it was. Um. But it it's it's good. I I think the season is getting off on a good start. I will say I was a little annoyed by uh, Cassandra's character. This is just one character who's just constantly going, we're doomed. And she spent like three episodes or two episodes, how many of those out of yeah. all just going, we're doomed. We're going to die. And like <laughs> in what world is this helping anybody? But I think that's also been kind of interesting too. Um, in that they split up bell. He's kind of separated from his familia and, a lot of times when you have your main character separated from your familia, it's kind of like mm-hmm. you don't really care about the familia story because they're less interesting. But I do think the fight that's going on right now, because like they're facing the big boss of the dungeon, mm-hmm. is it was very interesting. I was like, I was just as engrossed as what was going on there as what was happening to Bell. Mm-hmm. So I do like this is this is definitely a good season. So I think um, they needed to do that because um, I think the familia has kind of. Um, leaned really heavily into relying on Bell to solve their problems. And they acknowledged that. They were like, yeah. hey, you know, we need to start being able to function without Bell. Not that we, we want to, but like in, in a case like what we're in right now, Bell's not around for whatever reason. And it's great when he comes in to, to like save the, day. save the day, but... We can't rely on that. Yeah, I can't rely on that. And which, by the way, they are in a massive pickle right now because <laughs> it takes a much bigger... Uh, familiar and that that actually are ready to take bigger on this party boss. really yeah. yeah yeah a bigger party to take on uh, on this boss. The boss of the dungeon yeah and, or the boss of this level yeah. and they weren't ready no they weren't ready for it they're and but they're they're gonna have to make it work in order for them to survive which doesn't look too good for him to be honest well it's gonna be great for them because again my one problem with the series is they refuse to kill people off <laughs> i doubt that's gonna happen again yeah. but it's at least I, I I will say if the fight wasn't interesting or if the story wasn't interesting that would be more of an issue, 
But and, and that's the thing, and that's the reason why I find her character, Cassandra's character, annoying. She's like, "We're all gonna die." I'm like, "They're not. They like they just murdered a bunch of D-list characters yeah. that no one cared about, but were but like they're not gonna kill any you know C-list or B-list people. Like mm-hmm. that's not just how the show works. I mean, the one C-list character that was in danger made it out. Um, out of all, all the, only the D-list people died. So it is what it is, but it's interesting enough to where it's like, hey, I'm glad it's back. Are you saying you complain about the girl the way the show is written? What do you mean? Like it sounds like you're you're complaining about Cassandra saying, "Oh, we're gonna die" when the show is written a certain way. Well, no, my my problem is she's too, like again, she's just all she does for like two episodes, even though they're actually putting up a decent fight. Well, you know screaming why? Screaming that we're going to die because he had the visions. I know, but no, no, no. It's more than that. Um, she's, she's, uh, and and this is one of those you gotta like read more about the story in order to really get it. But like, she's constantly having these visions, and and not like we know that at this point. But she's constantly also having people not believe her, and Bell was the only person to ever believe her about her visions, and he's not around. So that puts her in a worse state because even even trying to say like, hey, this is gonna this something bad's gonna happen, uh Belle rejected it, her best friend rejected it, which she's used to that, but she's just watching her entire party get massacred in front of her, and that's that's so freaking not getting her out. Massacred, they're just getting beat. <laughs> they're okay, but from her perspective, there's I no know, difference. I know. But it's to me it was it was more of a, a, a I, I was being more a of sliding on the show okay. for the fact that their refusal to kill any characters off, despite being in situations where they're literally getting limbs cut off and oh, yeah. being stabbed yeah. 20 times. Like, like, any Oh yeah. Show, Bo should have been dead by now. Like, like, <laughs> it's not even that they like, legitimately killed a character. And then the tears brought it back to, brought yeah. her back to life in one season. Like yeah. it's, it's just, it's that level of where we're not going to even like, they they you need a way to level up the feel, characters with the with their goddess because if they survive they get to their goddess they level up I know because all my, the experience my gets point applied. is you can't feel danger like if in Law and Order they kidnap the main character oh yeah, you know there's they're some survive. there's okay. some like okay I, this is a situation I'm interested in but you don't feel any real threat That's I feel fair. like this show is trying to go there's a threat there's a threat there's a threat and you're just like. No, there's no, like I'm interested in the situation they're in, but stop trying to convince me there's a threat of death. They're gonna, if they're gonna make it out alive. So that 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 argument could be made for a lot. Of I know, shows. <laughs> but I think this show is more egregious here. because of how often they've mortally wounded characters and then brought them back. I think that it's that kinda happens. Like, it's kind of like killing Glenn off and then turning out. Oh, he was just crawled under a point, and then you kill him for real, and you're like. Well, now you've kind of ruined it because you've already teased us too much. I, I think that it that comes with any show that I is know. really established. But like, the show's not that established. I season mean, four, <laughs> but that's that's only that's only like thirty some odd episodes, or forty that's episodes. Pretty established, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of like like ten plus volumes. But, but my point is, again, but again, that's why I'm not. That's why the character annoys me more. As I yeah. said, it's just you can't tell me. You we're all gonna die when you know you're not gonna die. They don't know they're not I, gonna die. <laughs> they don't know, but again, the fact that you 
I'm not going to get into the argument again. My <laughs> my point still stands. My point still stands. You you can't continuously try to kill people off by mortally wounding them and saying they're going to die, and then being like, oh look, they don't die, and fell make us feel anything or any kind of threat level. Uh, I get it. I, I, I just I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up is Ningen Fushin. Adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. This just sucks. Sometimes I don't even know what words I'm reading. (laughs) This show is just not that interesting either. Again, it feels like that whole level of fantasy, so plain Jane, ordinary, a bunch (laughs) of heroes that, you know, got into shitty situations. (laughs) This same premise of, again, the premise we've seen probably about another 30 times where it's, I think I'm in a great team and suddenly they reveal they've hated my guts and now I'm fired. You know, that's the whole premise of the show yet again. And then you throw in some other characters like, you know, this wizard girl that apparently was kind of so I'm better than everyone else that no one likes her. And another girl who was uh, basically engaged to somebody and said, I don't want you. I hate you. Mm -hmm. Go away. Um, It's just like the only one I felt really sorry for was the priest. Who, which was, did you watch the second episode of this? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I'm caught up. He, the, like, legit didn't do the anything. priest I felt bad for. <laughs> he, he basically, some girl said she he raped her and got him kicked out of the priesthood and put in jail for a while. And it's just like, and all damn. because all because he was faithful. All, she, yeah, she, she really was hinting him. on him. She wanted him. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm in my cloth. And now he's sleeping with MILFs. So yes. at least he kind of got a little bit of a, a 180. Uh, uh, oh, he, he definitely did. I mean, because at that point, like, it was like, oh, what, what difference does it make? I'm already like, I've already been ashamed. Yeah. And uh, but the, the the what this turned into, he stayed at an inn and the innkeeper was like, hey, you know what? Um, since you're not a priest anymore, you want to like <laughs> break in it. <laughs> but um, it, it was just kind of uninteresting, though. I felt more than anything else lack of interest watching it. I was like, this is okay, but yeah, I'm going to follow it mainly because um, the adventures that are dis- disillusioned, um, they clearly want, want to trust, but they all have their own Baggage. insecurities mm. uh, because of crap that has happened. And no, it's, it's definitely not like a, an A tier series. Um, yeah, but it's, I think I have the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's just another one of those things where it's like, all right, how much time do I want to invest in certain things? And mm-hmm. this is another, again, again, this is a season of a lot of stuff that's just okay, but yeah. not great. I fill my time cause I have nothing better to do with my life, but watch anime <laughs> or I do have stuff better to do, but I'm still watching anime. <laughs> one of those two. All right. Uh, next up is season two of Bo Fury. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. <sighs> I don't remember why I watched the first season of it. I do, kind of. This show kind of bugs me so much in a lot of ways. How so? Like, the devs are so dumb in this show. <laughs> That's, I mean... Like, they sit there and they're like, okay, this <laughs> character and these abilities are too powerful. What do we do? Let's just create more powerful things. Like... Devs don't do that. Devs it's, go it's, nerf that shit. Yeah. Well, but uh, they can't nerf it. Oh, that's that's breaking the rules. <laughs> like 
every game ever, when something is overused or overpowered, what do the devs come in and do? Make it less powered. Yeah. That's what you do. You don't make something stronger to fight the overpowered people. And it just it feels so awkward. Well, so so they have they have mentioned this before, but they're like, okay, and I don't know why this was a weird loophole for them. They're like, okay, well, she's done it. We won't let anybody else do that. I'm like, that's not how programming works. That's worse. If it, yeah, if you if you got to change character. it, you got to you got to change it for everybody, not just her, because uh, that that's a balance patch. Um, and then and, and I get what they're saying. They're like, hey, you know what? The what we'll do is we'll she's OP. That's that's okay. We'll just introduce more things that are OP to make her less OP. Um, then it, she beats those OP things and becomes even more OP. Exactly. Those things. <laughs> it's just, to me, I, I feel like the show, whatever interest I had in it has gone away. They, they, and I watched the first two episodes and they like sped run everything because yes. in like the, the first, two most powerful people in the game teamed up to go through their event. And they're like, Oh, we didn't see that coming. And I'm like, well, why not? I feel like in seasons one, in season one, right, events and levels were like multiple episode things. Mm-hmm. But in like season two, right off the get go, they beat one level, and then in episode two, they beat another level and an event. So they beat two levels and one event in like it's not a, a big single thing episode, and it's in two episodes, and it becomes well, what was all of season <laughs> one about this big massive like progression thing that they were doing? It's like they're ignoring it all now. Just like, we're just doing it. I do say, the one thing I do kind of like about this is that it is, you know, it is very much a, uh, a Sword Art Online scenario. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of those anymore where these, they're actually playing a video game and they're yeah. not sucked into it. Not anymore world. because nobody wants to touch yeah, no one wants to compete S- with S-A-O. Sword Art. <laughs> yeah, but I will say that's the one thing I do kind of like. But at the same time, I just feel like I'm so uninterested in this season that it it's, it surprises me, and maybe this is just an age thing. How long ago did the last season come out? I don't think it's that long. I don't think it's that long. But it's it's a um, it's a feel good show. It's not. It is kind of a feel good show. It's it's definitely not like oh look at all the 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 awesome action. It's it's just like what kind of stupid thing is going to happen this episode? And that's that's really all it is. It, it could be a cast thing for me too because. <laughs> I feel that the cast has gotten too big. Like the first season, it was a lot oh, of. It is a lot of people. A lot of a lot of it was her on her own or her with her friend mm-hmm. slowly becoming powerful, and now it's a lot of her standing around being OP, and then people around her going, "Wow, there she is again!" Yep. Everyone watch her and watch Maple be cracked, you know, and <laughs> let's comment about how awesome she is. And I feel like that also has taken away a little bit of my interest in the show. There are Kasumi and Sally have like been developing a little bit, and and they did do a little bit shifting over to me how she's she's constantly portraying herself as this all powerful or not really all powerful, but this great leader. Mm-hmm. But like in reality, all she just wants to do is hang out and cuddle things. <laughs> and she's she's a girly girl, but she can't portray herself that way because. She's supposed to be seen as this general. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that little character development, and and really, this is just a character story. Like the the actual plot of what's going on in the game, kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, true. Um, it's, Ultimately, it's, it's a video game, right? Yeah, it's a video game. It's just people hanging out. Yeah. All right. Next up is the Fire Hunter. Um. 
I'm. I feel like we've we've been talking about so many shows that this one just feels so different from yeah. <laughs> from the rest. It's kind of, of like them. a it's a it's a hard left. Yeah, and I'm I really liked what I saw out of the first episode. Um, art style very unique, um, and I love the story of like you know it, we're in like a post war era, and um, there's a whole lot that we have yet to know about what happened in this war, and we're following this girl Toko who has this dog Kanata and after she had been saved by a guy that died she had the dog and and the sickle and everybody is kind of like they they don't like her because the dog is mean and bites everybody and stuff so they got She also got out. a fire hunter killed who's like res- yeah, seen as like the the heroes of yeah. the the land mm-hmm. Yeah so uh, a lot of the first episode revolved around her and her family trying to get her to to take this dog to the capital where they need to go. And then by the end, we saw uh, Koshi, uh, a guy that's in the capital. And you have to imagine by episode two, these two are going to meet up. I don't and, know if he's in the capital. He's in some factory <clears throat> city. Uh, uh, Koshi, he's in the a capital? former student in the capital. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure. Um, I don't think it made it very clear to me whether he was looking at it. But I, again, I kind of agree in the fact that this is a more serious... In more interesting show, this kind of stands out from all the other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely very interested in what's happening. It's it's based on a novel series that is only four volumes long, right? And is complete. So we know at least they could adapt the whole thing, right? And mm-hmm. we're not going to be waiting years for some story that right. we finish. So it, it does have my interest. And it, it, to me, it definitely stands out from everything else in mm-hmm. the season um, for something being something new, not right. like a sequel or, mm-hmm. you know, a 20 year old show remade. Um, I will say I definitely like that about the show. I'm definitely excited mm-hmm. to kind of see more and see where it's going. And I, I do like agree with the animation yeah. style. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really hopeful from a, a world building perspective. This seems like one that you could have a lot of world building, which I really enjoy in a lot of series yep uh let's take one more musical break and we'll be back with more shows
And welcome back. We continue to Winter 23 Preview. Our next show is Onimai. I'm your sister now. I'm now your sister. Yeah, this is a show. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this show. Should I be watching this show or should I not be watching this show? Um, this is, is one weird. of those shows you don't want to watch in public. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all watch it sitting in a room together. Um, it's weird. And I, I kind of like it for being weird. Um I think it does a great job of taking what would be like a 20-year-old guy. It's not mm-hmm. very clear. He's clearly out of school. Right. Hasn't gone out in two he's years. Um, yeah. And suddenly now he's a little girl. Um, but it does such a great job of portraying, like, what would you do if you turned into a little girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would you, like how, would you still act the same? Because, like, you know, you right. see him, he goes to the bathroom, he pulls down his pants and yeah, tries to stand, stand up. up and, yeah. <laughs> and you're like... You can't do that there, brother. You know, it's like, uh, it's, and then like, he's sitting there like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go play. He's like, I'm an arrow game fan. So he's like, I'm going to go play some arrow games. And his sister's like, uh, are you sure? And like, you know, like, you know, you know, the vaginal come you know, orgasm is way better than what happens with the men. And it's just like, this show is weird on every level. <laughs> Uh, and then of course he goes raw shopping and he's like, oh, not comfortable. Or no, yeah. first he runs, right? He's in like, he's running. And he's like, mm-hmm. my nipples hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> these are things that guys, unless you're some sort of huge marathon runner, right? Right. Yeah. You typically don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is weird on every mm-hmm. level. And it, it gets, has me enough interested to kind of want to watch a couple more episodes to see where it stands on things. Mm-hmm. But it is it is weird. And it's odd with the art style and how it's cutesy. Mm-hmm. It is very cutesy. Very so, cutesy, but very crude. Mm-hmm. So it's like it presents itself in an innocent looking way. Mm-hmm. But And I have so many questions. Like, the sister, who's the younger sister, I don't know how old she is. I, don't, I said she was into college early, so yes, very well, minimum she's got to be in like this at least to sixteen 18. to eighteen range. Okay, and then there's like, how are they in a house by themselves? Because um, I, I get that he's he's an adult, but he doesn't work. So who's paying the bills? I, I clearly the the sister is, and clearly she's a scientist. I'm wondering what the heck is going on. To be parents are all. Working abroad, who knows? No, they're dead. Yeah. All parents are dead. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> but, and they but, like no, the dead or they're in America. <laughs> but, but in seriousness, yeah, dead or in America. Um, but in all seriousness, though, um, I I feel that we are kind of like in the middle of things in a way because I think there's more to like the whole turning him into a girl than we know well that at the end of the first episode they hint they show her book on her notebook on her uh yeah the rehabilitation rehabilitation so this this whole plan is obviously to make him i guess no longer be a neat why he has to turn into a girl anime (laughs) um yes but it is it is funny i'll give it that like there are there are moments in the show that are just like this little character is ridiculous but you also have to you know if it was a regular, you know, middle school girl, you would go, this character is unbelievable. But as a 20-something-year-old guy, as a middle school girl, you go, mm-hmm. I kind of see this. 
So I am at least kind of interested in watching the next episode or two to kind of see where it goes yeah. and if it does make me uncomfortable or if I just go, <laughs> okay, this is fun and stupid and I can I can enjoy being fun and stupid for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of uncomfortable shows. <laughs> next up is My Life as Inukai-san's Dog. Yeah, this is pretty much a, one of those classifier of hentai shows that, you know, gets broadcasted because there's no real sex just a lot of nudity um of course if you watch the uh version on crunchyroll you don't get the uh joy of nudity but if you uh or high dive it's on high dive i think actually um but if you watch it the uh the atx releases you get the uh the nice nudity of all the girls like the first episode of course the dog is all wet and has to take a bath with the girl and there's scenes where like the tail is wagging and she's like, Oh, you know? <laughs> Gosh. but the, the most like disturbing thing. And as a dog owner, I find this disturbing. Um, she was like, you're so cute. And then just started tonguing the dog's nose. I'm like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Some people like do mouth kisses with do. dogs. And I'm that like, is a why weird do person. you do that? But, Mouth kisses are one thing. <clears throat> Why did she tongue the nose? <laughs> and I don't mean like she got up in the nostrils, but she was just like licking all around the nose. I was just like, what is that? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> that is weird. That, that is disturbing on every level. Like, that is someone going, let's make it hot by watching her tongue something. What do we tongue? Well, we can't have her tongue the dog's mouth. The nose. That's some weird... You know, also, no no now. dog would let you do that because you touch the dog's nose, they're gonna look you, or at the very least. But I guess this is a human turned into a. This dog, is a human so. turned into a dog, and <laughs> a guy having a cute girl tongue tongue your nose. You're just like, okay, cool. See, the dog's name is Pochita. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it, it it's it's weird. It is right. it is a weird show, and I I don't I don't I don't like it. <laughs> Like if you're, if you're gonna watch a show like this, just download a hentai. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is High Card. We got an action series where a bunch of cards uh, give you powers. Yeah, like and they kind of go across the the globe like Dragon Balls. Yeah. Yeah. So you get like and your power is determined by what card you have. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense of high card because like the two yeah, seems the two, super yeah, amazing. Yeah, like, oh, you have the two of spades. Yeah, like that's not high. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's it's, fine. it's 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 in terms of I think a lot of shows that I call like mid or mediocre. Mm-hmm. I think this show is perfectly serviceable. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in its own little genre. Mm-hmm. Um, the action was pretty good. I only watched the first episode. Yeah, I did. Um, I wanted to watch more. Th- it was it was good enough. I definitely put this in the good enough category mm-hmm. where I don't think this is amazing, but I wouldn't necessarily call this mid or bad right. or whatever. Yeah. It's 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 got enough in it that makes it interesting enough for me to kind of enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll definitely be checking out the next episode. I just didn't have time to watch it. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of kind of an example mm-hmm. of why some of these shows where it's like, do I want to watch this or do mm-hmm. I want to watch High Card? High Card, yeah. It's right. more vi- vi- vibes with me more. Mm-hmm. It's more yeah. interesting, and I like the ending. The uh, like the imagery reminded me of like Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. That opening, it, it seemed like some of it was even like the shot 
from the gun is like directly lifted. I think I think there is definitely some yeah. bond because mm-hmm. I mean these are guys that all wear suits and stuff, yeah. and gambling mm-hmm. has always been a big part of Bond. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, they're definitely someone's a fan of Bond, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I love Bond. Right. I own all the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely one of my my favorite franchises. So yeah. um, it's nice to see this and you know sneak over into Japanese culture because you right. know it's not that big mm-hmm. in Japanese culture. Yeah. They had that one unfortunate Japanese Bond movie where he. Uh, he may have put on Japanese uh, blackface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next up is Buddy Daddies. And I like this quite a bit. I, I actually was going to say that the thing I didn't like about the first episode was him just putting the cat back on the street. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty that, mean. That was, that was stupid. <laughs> that was pretty mean. Yeah. But, but uh, what was the second episode like? Because I didn't so watch so it. the premise of the show, and this is kind of a, a good kind of starting off point. So you have these two guys; they are basically assassins, but they only assassinate bad people. It's mm-hmm. a very big, distinct difference. Right. Yeah. Um, they go to do a job, and they run into a little girl, who it kind of at first teased you into thinking it could be his kid, right? Because they kind of teased a little bit that one of the guys is more responsible. One of the guys is like a gamer neat guy. Right. But, you know, he looks drab, but then he puts his hair up and looks like a badass. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the kind of more cool guy that's real proper, um, he, he makes you think that this could be his kid because it made it look like he might have had a kid but ran away or something. Um, but it turns out this kid shows up at their assassination where they're going to kill this guy who's, like, smuggling women in weapons places. Um, and this kid shows up and he saves her and rescues her. And, and he says, yeah, I'm your dad. I'm your dad to kind of get her to come to him. Um, and of course it turns out it's actually this guy that they just killed's little mistress's daughter. And so they're kind of keeping the kid while they figure this out. Um, the kid is adorable, kind of has Anya vibes, but not quite Anya. No one can match up to Anya, but has that same kind of adorable vibes to her. Um, but the show is just so weird because it's like you have these two, like, and it's a little stupid too, you know, suspension of disbelief. Because in the second episode, they're going to go assassinate this other guy. And they bring her along because they try to, you know, lock her in the door. But kind of like Anya, she starts screaming, going, I want out, I want out. And then the neighbors are like, uh, and you're like, oh, take her with her. Take her to the van. Of course, she has to pee. So he's in the house kind of acting as the, like, maintenance guy. Right. And... She comes in to this this big guy who's like this big like gangster guy, and she's just like, "I gotta pee, and I'm gonna pee on the ground right here." And of course, the big gangster guy's like, "All right, come in, come in, come in." <laughs> and then she's like, "Dad," and of course, hijinks ensue. Um, it's just funny. Like, it, I think it does a great job with the comedy. The two main characters are interesting. You know, um, the little girl is a lot of fun to kind of watch, um, and they introduce this new assassin guy that's kind of like. Uh, he's he's a legit serial killer kind of guy. Even though he's murdering good or bad people, you know he's he likes enjoyment of it. Oh. Um, but it's it is a fun show, and I think that's where I sit too. Like to me, out of all the new shows, this is probably the most fun. Um, mm-hmm. it's just it is it is a joy to watch these characters interact, and I really, as I said, I like the main girl character. Again, very much somewhat of an Anya clone, kind of a mischievous little girl. Hmm. But you know, she's adorable. Right. Okay. She's like she's like again that 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 daughter you want. Like, I don't really want kids, but if I had a kid, this is it, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Um But I like it a lot. Okay. 
I'll, I'll give I the ex- second episode a chance. Because mm-hmm. um, it was it was that thing where I was like, I like what PA Works has been doing recently, and I think this could be and fun. That, that's the other thing, too. It's like PA Works has been on a roll. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had... Uh, Your boy. And Your boy. And um, uh, what was the other show? Um, uh, <laughs> just recently. Uh, I can do it real quick. Um, or not. It was just like last season or two. Um, because yeah. it was it was like another isekai s like show, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, we're not moving on until we find this out. Yeah. Now <laughs> now we're committed. Oh, they uh, they did. I could be made. Oh, made war. Yeah, they did that something wasn't. Else. Yeah, that wasn't uh, isekai, but it was very good. They did. There was this one other thing that they did recently that was super good too. They've been they've just they've been on a roll. That's the point. Um, so I've been liking what they've been releasing. <laughs> Therefore, I'm kind of you know this is another good show, good example. Right. So definitely worth watching. Okay. Next up is season two of Inspector. This is a whodunit show with demons and and Ayakashi, uh, all that stuff. And I was thankful at least for the early scenes in episode one of season two because I didn't really have a I had I knew like some about the characters, but they kind of did like this five minute like summary of mm-hmm. you know there are these oh, like, demon I don't characters remember. playing and they're kind of <laughs> talking about oh Kotoko is like this and her boyfriend Kuro is like this and all that stuff. So um, in the first episode, they had a mystery about like a sound in someone's apartment like from upstairs somebody would like stomp down and something and they're going through this whole mystery and it's it's such a constant info dump that i was sitting there thinking take a breath just like let <laughs> let this information breathe for a moment so that the viewer can kind of like absorb it but they're just constantly talking throughout the, the episode that's actually kind of what drew me off from season one i finished season one but i have no desire to watch this season because i felt like it was a very much a slog to get through because it was almost every episode was this constant like let me speak for 20 minutes straight and that's what the episode was and it was like all this constant complicated explanation and expositioning and story and it was just like i just kind of fell off on it i didn't think it was bad but to me it was like, all right, two L, uh, too long didn't read kind of situation, <laughs> right? You know, I was like, yeah. that's what I felt like on the show, and I felt just kind of dragged down by it. <laughs> yeah, and that's after that episode, I was like, okay, I've watched Inspector, I remember liking it, but I don't know how excited I'm going to feel this season. So we'll have to see like mid season if I even talk about it or not. <laughs> but uh, next up is Vinland Saga season two. I love this show. It's awesome. I keep telling you guys to watch it. Another show like Bungo Stray Dogs. Watch it. Um, the thing that really got me on this show, on this season, was season one ended on the highest of highs, like, you know, like GG situations. Like, I don't even want to say it because it was just like, you could rewatch it and like there are times where your hair stands up on edge because it's like, oh, that, that was the definition of a badass. Right, like that gets you all hyped and pumped. It makes you want to go slice something with a sword. Um, you know, it, it was, yes, it was truly an awesome ending. And then season 
two started off and you're sitting there like all right what what's what, what like what's next in this story beat and they they start with this brand new character and i'm like what what's going on here and then they introduce the main character from the last season torfin and he's like all right now he's older he's at least two years older whatever like happens there's been a time skip and now they're in this completely new situation um but it's still good and that's the good interesting thing because like it literally went from this like an Amuro kind of critiqued the show. He's like, it's a revenge story, but there's no revenge. Um, but like it ended on such kind of like this interesting, like, like position, like, okay, what's happening now? Like everything they were leading up to, like things just took a hard, like a weird turn, like not, not really a hard turn, but like a weird turn. And now it's like this brand new situation, new scenario, new characters. And I'm I'm loving it. Like it really is great. Like it's it's it feels different and it's but it still feels very distinctively Vinland Saga. Okay. So I'm still pretty hyped on this show. Pretty hyped on this season. Um, and I'm pretty excited to see where things go uh, from here. And it looks like the next episode, which I believe may came out today, um, uh, maybe not. Maybe in a couple days actually. I think um, the next episode things are going to kind of kick into a little more high gear because the first two episodes were kind of like establishing this new character and the situation Torfin is currently in, mm-hmm. which is like a slave situation and not a badass or not even a, a, a little kid that's constantly angry at being awesome at fighting, you know? So I'm curious to see where they go, but I definitely am liking it so far. So right. definitely recommend first season. Like if you're looking for right. like a serious adult anime, season one is good. All right. Nice. Uh, and our last show is near automata version 1.1 a so as a fan of the video games i was very interested and excited for this series and curious what they were going to do from the perspective of telling like version 1.1 a what are where will the differences be what will the different story elements be and i like that there's stuff where they flesh out the world a little bit um, like you see in episode two, you see a lot of the machines and how they, how a lot of the grass in that area got green because when you play the game, you're walking through this world and you see all this green grass and stuff and you and you just don't think anything of it at the time, but then you realize like, oh, the, the machines were actually watching these little seeds and growing them and, and watering them. And, um, but it's also at the same time that, that, 2B and 9S aren't like side characters in this anime based in the near automata world is that they're very much involved in the storyline. Um, and there's robot sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, and I was learning some three, moves yeah. in episode 3. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've not seen that one before. It's a way to peg. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the first episode was pretty much the game to a T. Yeah. And then yeah. two had the different elements with uh, with the machine stuff that we, we didn't see. And then three, I felt, was a little similar. Um, Lily, who is, you know, their contact at the Resistance camp, uh, she's a new character. She replaces Anemone, who was in that role in the game. But, you know, Anemone, like, she was the head, but she wasn't, like, super, like, she didn't have a lot of... She wasn't very important. Right, yeah. No major dialogue from her. Just kind of like mission handler type stuff. So, um, 
So that's been great. Uh, our animation quality has been top notch. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is so good. And it, it's good while feeling unique. Like I remember when Persona 5 came out and it just felt so lifted from the video game. How they did a lot of those animations that I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. I'd rather just go play the game again or I've already played the game or something. But with the with the anime, at least there's like different angles, different you know elements to the animation that makes it look cool and unique and enjoyable to watch. I don't know if I should watch this. Um, I only played like 10 hours maybe-ish of the game. Yeah. I got a decent chunk into it. Um, I, it just got increasingly hard for me because I was playing Switch. Yeah. And I was playing handheld mode because it was a game I was like, I'm going to play while I'm doing other things. Mm -hmm. It turns out this game is a lot harder when oh. you're trying to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, and then so I was like, so I ended up putting it in like, oh, let me just put it in my dock and I'll play on my big TV. But then it was like, this, this game looks like crap. <laughs> and I know if All I right. bought it on PC, it would look a lot better. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I, I, I still am interested to get back into the game. Um, maybe I should drop the difficulty some because it'd be easier to play if I'm uh, not having to worry too much. Because again, right. someone's like trying to hold down, doing all the fancy stuff, and you're, you're just having to focus so much. Yeah. But I did enjoy it for what I played too. So you can also get chips that'll. Yeah, I was looking yeah, at that too. By chip. I was thinking about that because I was like, that would help a lot uh, if my because like the biggest thing that I found hard was. <clears throat> trying to hold down the shoot button oh, on yeah. the switch. Mm -hmm. It was a lot easier when I was holding it as a controller than when I was trying to use it in switch mode on like the handheld mode mm -hmm. um, and holding down. So my little, you know, robot gun would shoot, which, you know, you want shooting most mm -hmm. of the time. Right. So you're just pretty much auto holding it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. It's a good game though. Like I don't want to make it sound like I'm trashing the game. It just it was too difficult while in switch mode. Yeah. What I appreciate in this series is the fact that it's telling multiple parts at the same time. If you go through the game, what ends up happening is uh, you run through the game at Tubi's um, point of view. Yeah, point of view, and then 9s's point of view. They're doing that in parallel, which I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to watch season. 1.2 or yeah I, that, that based <laughs> on the season's uh name i thought that that's what they were gonna do and and they they mentioned at the end of the game or the end of the game the end of the ep first episode that they were like gonna do multiple endings or something they were playing around with that i'm like i'm not really sure how that's gonna work but they've been like little one shots at the end like, yeah they're the little one shots ball and ended the yeah crashed yeah, and some of those are from, like, if you explode yourself in the bunker. Yes, <laughs> yeah. There, there, was, there was this, uh, there are some joke endings in, in the game for all of you who don't know. And, like, spoilers, I guess. Like, if you take out the OS chip, that ends the game because you immediately die because you no longer have an operating <laughs> yeah. system. Um, they, they toyed around with that, and I, I guess that's kind of what they were talking about because there are supposedly a lot of joke endings that you just end the game by doing something stupid, and well, yeah, it'll just it'll just toy around with that. Um, but rather than having us sit through the same scene from multiple different angles, we we get like, oh, 9s is trying to hack this person mm -hmm. while 2b is trying to fight them. I'm like, yay, thank mm -hmm. you. 
Oh, one at like both of them working together instead of like one at a time. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, I definitely liked uh, what I've seen so far. Uh, I am I know there was like some like panty shots in it, but it's like I actually thought there'd be more of it, so it wasn't as gratuitous as I thought it would be, which is why I feel I like there was a lot it. of panty shots. Maybe maybe I'm just yeah, got yeah. that eye for the panty <laughs> shot because it was constantly yeah. like. Let's just get a little bit of an angle, and suddenly you see white flash. And you're so, like, so there was. So I've noticed that they they tried very specifically not to show it all the time. Like there there are because there are certain angles where they could have, but they didn't. Okay. And and that's kind of what I'm talking about. You're, you're like, happy that they showed a little bit of restraint. Because <laughs> okay, because I'm a family man, and I have like I I would love to show like my preteen well teenage uh, son shows like this, and so certain shows it gets a little leffy when the lady of the house is like, hey, um, <laughs> why are you showing this? Yeah, house? like this seems a little bit much for a twelve, thirteen year old, and like well, you wait until she's out of the house, and then you get to do whatever you. You would, you would think it is not that easy. <laughs> and for 2B, like, the highlight is the thick thighs. Like, that's really, like, where it's at with her. Okay. And then, you know, they... That sounds like a preference in, to me. Zoom in close on the face, and you see, like, the lips and the detail there. Which, by the way, did they mention that those... The, the, um, the masks were goggles? I don't remember them saying that in, this, in the game. Yeah, I can't remember where specifically. And I also am trying to remember correctly, like what the influence was for Yoko Taro, the game's director, to do that with the characters. Like he saw some old play a long time ago. Oh, really? Something like that. And he's like, I like that. I'll put that in. <laughs> uh, whatever. I liked in the second episode they were saying they were answering fan mail, and we had a we had a question from a young kid, uh, Taro Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's really good and really enjoyable, and I'm. I'm excited to watch more. Uh, overall thoughts on this season? A lot of mid. There's a lot to this season. <laughs> there's a lot of shows, yeah. I mean, works. there's like 30 plus shows. And that's like, for a normal season, that's a lot. For a winter season, that's insane. And I do think that there's definitely a quality issue with a lot of these shows. Yeah. A lot of them tend to be like, they're not great. So which one do I pick? <laughs> Um, but there are definitely a few standouts. I mean, I said I enjoyed Buddy Daddies quite a bit. Um, Trigun was good. Trigun was good. Mm -hmm. Vinland Saga. I, I'm, I'm happy that's back. Same with Bungo Stray Dogs. So there's some great sequels. Yep, Danmachi. Yeah. Uh, Danmachi, great sequel stuff. But I do feel like a lot of the new stuff is just like, all right, this show is okay, so which show do I watch? They're all okay. So, and I mean, it's, it's going to come with... Uh, obviously personal preference but i don't think you can you can do all that bad um it, it's just but, well maybe if maybe it's one of those seasons where because there's so much that i consider to be kind of mid-tier stuff it feels like it's worse than it is like if mm -hmm. there was half the mid stuff <clears throat> would i be as upset for this season or is it one of those things where it's like I can only watch so much and all these shows kind of make me interested to watch, but I can't watch it. Mm -hmm. And in a season where it was like half of that's gone, I wouldn't have to make that choice. 
I think maybe that's the case. I, I think you only have that problem when you're in a situation where you're having to watch the entire season. <laughs> like most oh. people don't have that problem. Most True. people would just pick like and choose what they want. Yeah, pick and choose. And I, I don't think like anything's super. There are certain things that are super terrible, but like most everything this season I mean, is watchable. A dog licking show. Maybe there's some kink out there that's like, well, uh, this is my jam. But the, uh, the dog looking aside, <laughs> supposedly it's it's very fan servicey. So if that's your thing, you can you can do that. You can um, you can do the um, uh, the the sh- the show where you're the. I'm your sister now. What am I? Yeah. Uh, you could watch that if you want some some fan services types things. Yeah, you could totally watch those. If you want some isekai, there's so much isekai trash this season. Um, I think it is just one of those things where we're kind of coming off a year where there was like banger after banger yeah. after banger. You know, Spy Family, Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, and. Mm-hmm. There's just so many shows that everyone was like real hype for, mm-hmm. you know. Even um, uh, this, this the, last year we had uh, starting in winter we had uh, uh, Mirin. Uh, what's what's the show called? Uh, uh, no, dress up, darling. dress up, darling, dress up, my darling, um, dress up, darling, whatever it's called. Um, like again, like there was so many hype shows. I think every season had at least one show. Yeah. People were like, I'm hyped for this, mm-hmm. and this season it's like. People were very mixed on Trigun being rebooted because of that 3D stuff going on. People were like, hashtag not my anime. Yeah, it's like they got to get over that. Yeah. 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 So I definitely think that this season, and and yeah, some of the things people were hyped for, again, they're sequels. Mm -hmm. So you have that limited audience. Like, like not everyone watched Vinland Saga season one. So not everyone could be hyped for Vinland Saga Mm -hmm. season two. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel like there is a little bit of a maybe we're, we're, we're a little spoiled yeah. and now we have too much choice and all that choice is like you know i like i like peas and carrots mm-hmm. they're good but i i want that steak i want yeah. that hamburger and you know it's it's funny that you mentioned being spoiled there is one thing that i think only applies to people who've been watching anime for a long time true. and that's true the fact that we see certain plot points lifted from other series and we're we ding a show for that but then if you if you really think about it people who don't necessarily watch uh nearly as much as we do they may not be introduced to stuff like this and for them because i I, and i will go back to uh my own personal experience with uh like gundam seed i remember really liking the gundam Gundam seed yeah Yeah, but like armura was like oh gundam seed is trash because it's it's completely lifted from the original series and i'm like oh well i didn't i didn't see the original series at the time so i didn't know about any of that and i later watched the original series and i'm like you know what you are absolutely (laughs) right but you know what i didn't have that frame of reference and i think we put that when we review sometimes we're like hey you know what this show is a worse version of this other show. Um, I will say that I've gotten better <laughs> over the years, and that's why I've I've less and less and said this show is straight trash, and more so that this show is just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Because I recognize the fact that yes, I can see a better version of this show, but maybe I, you know, someone who hasn't watched a lot of anime hasn't seen this. So yeah. I will say I've gotten better at that, and that's why I do hesitate calling things more trash. And tend to focus on the stuff that is trash. <laughs> that should be labeled trash, like licking a dog's nose. 
So <laughs> I will never get over that. Yeah. I, I was actually going to mention with the Isekai thing, because most of the time, like, you guys were talking about the online shopping one. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, that element of Isekai is almost starting to run its course a little bit. The power that seems dumb mm-hmm. when it's first revealed, but then in execution, you're like, oh, this is super OP. Uh, but, like, it was a good first episode, but I just didn't, like, I, I don't think I'll stick with it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, looking at this season, when we look at it in totality, you see all of these isekai trash shows that blend into one another. And it just comes down to, like, what was your mood at that particular time Yeah, that you liked that and all that stuff. Where, um, you know, you're, there's so much isekai stuff, there's a lot of rom-com stuff. That Fire Hunter seems, it, it almost seems like niche and like, well, it might be hipster by the end to enjoy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're kind of yeah, right. <clears throat> it's it's the one anime I think doesn't, that's definitely not like the other. It is very different than the rest of everything else. And it's not is. like, it doesn't stand in a vacuum. Like, there's definitely shows that, you know, you say, hey, this is like this, this, and this, and right. or this show is better. But in this season, it is definitely in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. All right, so if uh, nothing else to add, I'll sign us off here. So thank you for listening to the Winter 23 Preview. Um, Anavision.org is the website to go to for all of our stuff. Check us out on Discord, where we're most active at. And at some point in the future, hopefully we can, uh, once all the episodes of like The Last of Us are available, Mm -hmm. talk about that at some point. Uh, Good first episode of that series. Great first episode. Um, anything else big in like the game space? You guys, well, Hogwarts is coming out next month. Hogwarts I'm pretty excited Legacy. about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely stuff. There's definitely things. We got a couple <laughs> topic ideas that we're we're gonna probably discuss in the next episode. Right. So, yeah. gotten some suggestions, which is nice. So, for XCOM and Steve, and for the absent Amra, I'm Jero. We will see you next time on the Anavision Podcast. Believe it.